Hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. Oh, I don't like the two-day stints where I don't get to check in and say hello. But I'm back, and I'm so happy to check in today. Today is Saturday, if you're listening on the day that I am recording. And it's a little gloomy outside. It's a little... uh, I I live in uh, South Bay of Los Angeles, and so a little closer to the water. So sometimes we get this marine layer um, that looks like fog, but it's just marine layer. And then you go, you know, 10 miles inland and it's bright and sunny. So uh, where I live, it's always, uh, it's an illusion. Life is an illusion, isn't it? And so how have you been the last two days? What have you been up to? What have you been working on? What have you been studying? What have you been wo- uh, booking? What have you been writing? Please share with me, Amber Wagner 777. I love it when you all check in and tell me what you've been doing. As I've said it before, you always inspire me to try new things. So please, please, please keep it coming. So I spent the last two days um, on set on uh, the Paramount lot. And on Thursday, I was in a very long blonde wig. And on Friday, yesterday, I was in a bald cap. Now, I have shaved my head a couple times, pre-Britney Spears, no worries there, Um, but just down to like a buzz cut. And this was straight up bald cap. I'd never seen myself fully bald. And that was interesting. Um, And I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. I thought, well, if anything ever happens where I lose all my hair, I'm okay. I'll be okay. (laughs) But that was super fun. Um, I always love uh, being able to get into prosthetics and do something out of the box. I played a witch years ago in a... um, uh, what's it called, a chloroseptic commercial, and I had the full prosthetic face where they made me a witch, and I had this big nose, and they put the uh, latex paint on my face, which when it dries, it gives you like wrinkles, and I was in my, you know, mid to late 30s at the time. I was like, please tell me this this goes back to normal <laughs> because my skin was super wrinkled, and it did. It bounced back. Um so uh, let's see, my work week technically started on Wednesday and, you know, I've talked about it before, when it rains, it pours. Sometimes work is very abundant and sometimes it's, you know, there's lulls in the work. And so my first day of work was Wednesday and my next day off will not be until Thursday because I gratefully booked a stand-in gig um, on LA Law. They're bringing LA Law back, and that's super fun. And I worked with Corbin Burnson just a couple years ago on a feature film called um, Weekend Warriors. So I'm super happy and excited to get back on set with him and say hello. Uh, And I'm also going to reach out to my manager and give her uh, just a little nudge, letting her know that LA Law is casting and that I worked with Corbin a couple years ago. I'm going to send her a picture just to give her a heads up so that she can talk to casting and maybe create another opportunity, especially being that I will be on set with uh, the AD and the, you know, all, all the people that are working anyway. So that is one way in building relationships. So what relationships do you currently have that you can enhance? Who have you met in the industry that's working that you can reach out to and remind them that you're still in the industry and you'd love the opportunity to work with them again? Sometimes it's nice to just spend a day reconnecting with people that are doing things. Um, also, 
there's a show called Minx that is out on HBO Max where I um, shot it sometime last year. I don't know. These past two years blur, but I'll say last year. And um, it was a featured spot um, for the pilot. And it's just a quick blurb. Um, but Lennon Parham, who I have um, interviewed on this podcast before, uh, I met her on Bless This Mess. And then she was cast on this show, Minx, which is on HBO Max. And when she went in to do her ADR, she called me. She's like, Amber, I just saw you on Minx. And um, and she was like, you have such great posture. <laughs> and that's the feedback I've been getting there. Everybody's like, you've got such great posture. Um, and so that show is fun. Um, but I must warn, there is a lot of full frontal male nudity, which I didn't know was a part of the show. So if there are young kids watching or parents, of young kids watching, just giving, you know, a full disclosure that the show is for adults. Um, and, uh, and it's about a woman that, um, starts her version of a Playboy magazine, but for, um, but for men being the models instead of women. And, um, she's, it's in the set shot in the seventies and she's, you know, trying to do some women's lib and she's doing it in a very backdoor way. So interesting concept. Um, but that was fun too. I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't know if I was going to make it. I mean, Lennon told me I was going to be in the pilot, but I wasn't sure if I was or not. But then all of a sudden my phone started blowing up. Hey, Amber, I just saw you on Minx. So I watched it and it was fun to see, even if it's a quick little drive by. Um, anyways, so I got off work yesterday and, um, got an email from my manager that I have an audition for. So remember I was talking about, um, manifesting. And when I spoke with Amira Alvarez, it's on the episode that I recorded with her. I think it was last week. Again, my time jumbles. Um, but she was talking about getting really specific about who it is I want to work with. And I said that I've been really focusing on working with A24 and Freckle Films. Those have been the ones that I've been targeting, wanting to work with, seeing the casting directors. And so on the 14th, I met with the casting director from, um, uh, from at an, a casting director at ITA Workshop. And um, he is actually casting an A24 project. And yesterday I got an audition for that. Um, and so I got off work uh, looking like a crazy person because I had been in a skull cap all day. And my makeup was very haunting. And so this character that um, I have an audition for is a little creepy. And my hair is slicked down to my head in a way that I would never wear my hair. But my eyes were still a little dark from the makeup they put me in. So I went ahead and did a take of this character looking a little creepy. And then I'm going to do another take tonight when I get off of work, um, looking more like my headshot because in my headshot, um, it's, you know, I, I'm a little more made, I'm a lot more made up. I've got, you know, red lipstick and I've got a little bit of eyeliner and my hair is done and I, it's more of an elegant photo, um, with a little mystery to it. I'm in black. So it's like, there's a little edge to it. So I'm going to recreate that, but then I'm also going to send in this wackadoodle thing. And I got coaching on that. I, you know, I sent it to Ogie and I sent it to Adam. And I'm like, hey, I know this is weird, but would you consider sending this with another take that looks more like me? And they're both like, she's really creepy. Like that character is really creepy. So I'm going to send it with um, another take. So when I've talked about in the past getting coaching, it's always nice to get another opinion. Um, And because what I don't want to do is burn an opportunity by 
by doing something, you know, really outside of the box. Um, but it's such a short scene that um, I feel like taking a risk is not a bad idea in sending in two takes. So where are you able to take risks and where are you able to think outside of the box and push the edge of your envelope just a little bit further today or this weekend or next week as you get more opportunities? And just to circle back again, the importance of casting director workshops, in my opinion. Here, I just saw this casting director on the 14th and already got an audition for the project. And when he gave me feedback, um, he said he liked the work and he said at the very end, I could have, I might have pushed it a little too far with my character. He said, but, but I like the work. So I left that going, okay, well, he saw that I could push it further. You can always, you know, reel somebody back. Great. But then, you know, uh, five days later, you know, I get an audition. So meeting these casting directors are so important because again, your agents and your managers can only do so much. They can submit the pictures and the headshots and the, you know, reel and resume that you've given them. But if these people don't know you and, and, and you're not on their radar, they're going to go usually to the people they know that they've seen, that they know are working, that they've seen their work. Uh, so even if you only do one a month, you know, just, and, 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 and don't throw, well, do whatever you want. My suggestion is to not throw spaghetti at the wall, but seriously research the shows you want to be on, who's casting them, and find that casting director and target, you know, one casting director or two casting directors or three casting directors and just see them multiple times. You know, I remember... Um, seeing a casting director once, this was years ago, like before the whole shutdown of casting director workshops, I saw this one casting director four or five times to the point where it's like, hey, Amber, when I'd walk in the room, I'm like, hey. And then, um, you know, eventually he called me in and I was in New York at the time and I couldn't make it. He literally like, called me in for the job. He needed me in, in, in California the next day. And, and it was midnight or 11 o'clock and I'm New York time. Like, so even if I would have caught an airplane and flown back immediately, I wouldn't have made it by the call time. And that was such a bummer. But I I understood then strategically that meeting these casting directors helps because they get to see your work. They get to see you multiple times and they get to trust that you're solid. And, you know, people say, oh, you shouldn't have to pay to meet a casting directors. Mm, I'm not here nor there on that because you know what? Casting directors are just like us. We are always looking for our next job. So if we do coaching on the side to make money, if we do, you know, standing gigs on the side to make money, either way, we're always trying to make more money. So if these casting directors are trying to make more money at the same time that they're doing their job, I don't see any problem with that. It's not like it's a gouging amount of money. I think it's like $35 for the workshops that I do. And, and, and we are supporting their craft, just like when they book us, they're supporting our craft. So it, I feel like it just keeps the wheel of monetization going, the wheel of abundance going. So I have a new mantra, and I'm going to share that with you because I've been loving it. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, in the last two days since I talked to you all, things have been happening. It's really great. So this is my mantra. And if this works for you, take it. And if not, create your own if you don't have one going. But this is mine. This is going to be easy. This is going to be fun. And I am going to make a lot of money. And that just puts a smile on my face when I say it. And as I was going into work yesterday, it was a long day on Thursday, like 14 hour day. 
And then I got to get up again and, you know, start again, you know, up at 4.30 in the morning, home at 8 o'clock. And same yesterday, super early morning, but we wrapped a little earlier yesterday. But I went to work going, this is going to be easy. This is going to be fun. And I'm going to make a lot of money. And I just, it put a smile on my face. And you know what? It was easy and it was fun. And in fact, um, the where we parked at the Paramount Studios to where we had to COVID test to where wardrobe and hair and makeup was to where the set was, I swear to Buddha was on four different corners of the lot. And so the first day my feet were barking, you know, trying to get to everywhere it was we needed to be. And then on the second day, I got rides everywhere. The carts were like, hey, I got you. I'll take you. I'll take you. I'll take you. And so I was like, this is easy. Now, is it always going to work out that way? Probably not. But if I go into it expecting it to be easy, expecting it to be fun, and expecting to make a lot of money, at least it excites me to do it. Is there going to be disappointments? Sure, if I allow it. Or when the disappointments happen, I can say, I'm going to get through this easily. I'm going to make this fun. And I'm still going to make a lot of money. Because why not, right? What's the alternative to go, meh? This sucks. I don't want to be here. Why am I doing this? Like that doesn't help the situation, right? So flip the switch. See if that works for you. Okay, this is long-winded. So I'm going to bring it to a close with an audition tip. And this is something that I have always let myself be with. When we are doing a commercial, let's, it can be a commercial audition. It can be a, a, you know, a, a film audition, a TV audition, doesn't matter. Of course, we want to get the text word perfect, verbatim, every and, it, and punctuation. That is the goal. But when I am doing an audition, for me, this is just for me, I am more concerned about bringing the character to life than getting every single word perfect on the first audition. Now, if I get a callback, of course, I want to be word perfect. And I want to be as close to word perfect for my first audition. But I am more interested in showing them that I can be that person rather than if I get a it and a that or a this and a that twisted, I'm not going to stop and start over or retape if it's a good audition. So, you know, don't get tripped up on the words as much as who is this person. You'll get the words. They know that. You're a professional. You're an actor. They know you're going to get the dialogue. Can you create the character? Can you be that person that they're needing for this role? So I don't know if that helps you or if that even resonates with you. If you're somebody who must learn it word perfect, then do that. That's going to serve you, you know, especially when you get the callback. For me, I relax in the dialogue and I really work on character and hope that I get the dialogue and the character on on the first shot on the first audition. Um, but to me, building that character and making strong choices is, is super, super, super important. So I will close with uh, a quick paragraph from the Keep Going book, the Holly book. And it says, your attention is one of the most valuable things you possess, which is why everyone wants to steal it from you. First, you must protect it, and then you must point it in the right direction. So how are you focusing your attention? Remember what you focus on grows. Is it positivity? Is it negativity? You choose. And I'm going to close with that today. If nobody else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. I am so excited for a Super Soul Sunday tomorrow. Have a beautiful weekend and we will talk soon. Have a beautiful day.